Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection, the connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card, but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I wanna hear your stories. I wanna share your stories. Well, good day and happy new year. It's Delene Allen, network equals net worth, tips and tricks on how to make those meaningful connections that can actually turn into business. I'm excited to introduce you to Mark Jaguer. Many, many moons ago, Mark Jaguer was born in Timmins, Ontario, home of Shania Twain and Mark, two famous people from there. He was raised in Toronto and Picton, Ontario, and he used to live a few doors down from Bobby Hall's farm in Picton, Ontario. He was eventually pulled into technology and sales and moved to Ottawa, Kingston, Vancouver, and eventually Victoria, where he held numerous leadership roles with Canon before becoming a financial advisor and a realtor. In May 2020, he relocated to Halifax as a financial advisor. He'd been coming to Halifax to visit his lady friend every month for over a year. In December 2020, he retired as a financial advisor and incorporated Atlantic Business Solutions Incorporated so he could provide affordable and cost-effective POS point-of-sale systems to businesses in Atlantic Canada and coast-to-coast. What started as a hobby 12 years ago is now his full-time passion, saving people one swipe or tap at a time. I love that. When not working and playing, he's a radio host as well for 97.5 CIOE FM, where he hosts Money Matters. I love that. And he discusses a variety of financial topics with guests to educate our audience and help guests promote their professions. He recently volunteered as treasurer for NSIA SA, current board member for Sackville Heights Community Center, past first aid chairman of the Canadian Red Cross, former Rotarian, and teaching chess to seniors in retirement homes before COVID. Oh my God. And on top of that, Mark enjoys golfing, cycling, kayaking, fitness, hiking, playing cribbage, chess, darts, and travel. Now, how many times in your life have you picked up, Mark? And totally moved to a different place and started all over again. Well, if, if I actually told you that, I'd be taken away in a straitjacket because I used, my mom used to say, Mark, you might as well just sleep with a suitcase at the end of your bed. Because every 18 months from 1980 till recently, I would just pick up and move to a new province, new city, new job, new career, new car. And I'd just start from scratch because I, I'd get bored and I wanted to try something different. I like to learn. And uh, of course, when I was younger, I was a little bit more impulsive, but uh, you know, I'm 60 now, believe it or not. Time to settle down. <laughs> but what were some of those things? Because I mean, some of this time would have been prior to social media and, and things like that. How did you make connections? How did you meet people? Uh, how did I meet? Well, when I was in university, it's obviously e it's easy to make connections. I always, you know, I joined the gym, I joined golf clubs, was part of you know the rotary a couple other uh, groups played a lot of pool went to the gym 
you just sort of met people. And it's kind of true when you think back. We always met people, our friends, at a certain place and a certain time, but I don't remember how we connected because we didn't have email, didn't have cell phones, but I guess we phoned them by landline. I just, we just met people. Well, and there must have been some door knocking involved because I think every I day, every day, I was day. the king of door knocking. I actually used to train people how to door knock. Most people so, hated it, but I was convinced at a young age that if you brainwash yourself, that it's fun, then you'll like it. You become a pro at it. Someone told me once that you have to look at it philosophically. You know, assuming you're selling. At the day I was selling office equipment, let's say your average commission was a thousand dollars, and you needed five or six people in your sales funnel to close a sale, well, then you had to knock on maybe a hundred doors. So I would knock on a door and if someone said, sorry, I'm not interested, you know, you write it down. It just is no now, but it's not no permanently. So you go back six months later and you revisit them. And then, you know, first they start out pretty cold and standoffish, they're not interested. So that's fine. You don't burn any bridges. You thank them for the time. You leave a card and a brochure. You come back six months later, just following up, here's a new brochure there's been some technology changes just saying hi no pressure and eventually they warm up to you and then they want to they call you up hey mark thanks for coming by all these years yeah we're interested can you come by uh, tomorrow and meet with us sure if you like so just keep doing it knowing that every time you touch somebody it's you know they become more friendly i always well, looked at it like dating you know you yeah. meet someone you really like them you want to date them but, you know, you have to earn the right to deal with, you know, to see them, you know. So you visit them. Sometimes I'd even bring chocolate, you know. I come by with dark chocolate or white chocolate. And I would just say, so what do you prefer, dark or white? What do you mean? Well, obviously you can't drink on the job, so I can't bring you wine. But you can probably eat chocolate. So I would go there, especially after I've submitted a proposal. I would bring them a box of chocolate and I just thought, you know, I was thinking the other day I was in a chocolate store and I thought maybe you like some chocolate. So you give it to them. And uh, this is Mark. We want your machine. You got to give me a chocolate every six months. <laughs> so you have to make it fun, really, because if you just bang down doors with no meaning, no passion, no excitement, it's pretty boring, especially when it's cold, wet, rainy, because I lived in some pretty cold cities. So, yeah, it's really no secret. You just have to uh, good frame, a positive frame of mind. Well, do you know a couple of things you just said that were really interesting? Mindset, that's number one. And number two, um, when you think about it, because you got to pick the doors that you knocked on, you were the one who was in control, right? There, there are a lot of people that I think that when they're trying to grow their business, because, of course, in their mind, they're trying to sell something instead of making a connection. And to me, you also hit it on the nail when anybody that would walk through my business door that has chocolate was like, yeah, come on in. I'll even make you a cup of tea and let's share these. <laughs> But also uh, that curiosity factor, Mark, because what I love about you is you're always learning something different. And when you've learned something different and it awakens that passion, because I have a feeling as you made those changes, part of the reason you made the changes was you learned it, you succeeded at it, and you wanted to try something different. And uh, one of the things that I love about what you're doing now, and, and we want to talk about this because this is not only about networking, but this is also teaching people 
that there is a different way when it comes to our credit card processing, isn't there? Like there have been some great changes. And one of the things that I love about what you're doing is education part of it. So share that, would you? Well, most Canadians, you know, whether they're dealing with a financial advisor or mortgage or merchant services, most Canadians are convinced that the banks are the only way to go, but they're not. You know, banks are great, but they are the most expensive choice. You know, banks are good companies. People buy their stock and they pay dividends. So in order to pay their shareholders dividends, they have to charge a larger fee. I remember when I first got my first mortgage 25 years ago, I, I got a quote from CIBC and a quote from First, first Line Mortgage, both owned by the same company. But the mortgage rate at First Line, which was a mortgage broker, was a lot cheaper than if I went directly to the bank. So I consider myself like a, a mortgage broker of merchant services. You know, you can deal with the big banks, whether it's TD, Moneris, Chase, Desjardins. They're good companies, but you're going to pay more because they have to pay the shareholders. I'm like a broker. I know what all the costs are. So I can set the rate for whatever rate that I want, as long as I don't go below cost. And it's actually, I'm a, an ISO. It's basically a mortgage, a broker for Nouvelle Payment Technologies. They started off as Pivotal Payments 18 years ago, and they've grown so big that now they're the largest merchant services company in Canada and probably North America and close to the world because now they have clients all over the world. And they've grown so quickly because, you know, they hired a lot of independent sales organizations like myself that go out and promote their product. And people are so happy with the lower rates and how much money they save. You know, that's one of the reasons why I quit my job as a financial advisor, because I knew businesses were struggling and hit hard by COVID-19. And I said, well, I have the opportunity to actually go out there and help them save money because they're not going to be saving money dealing with banks. So I, something that I was doing as a hobby for like a decade, I decided I'd do it full time. Well, and so I've again, done it in BC, yeah. all over Ontario, now Nova Scotia. And... Uh, Sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, just a couple of things that you said that were really important there today. I, I like what this company has done. They have allowed, instead of them creating their own sales force, to create independent salespeople on the ground in those places so that they, it's one thing to hire a sales force, it's another part to do the customer service. But when you're the salesperson and the customer service, because I will uh, tell you that when it came time for me in my the other business that I had for 30 plus years, that when it came to buying a photocopier, I would talk to whoever the salesman was. But invariably, I would say, I want to talk to somebody in your service department, because there's one thing when somebody sold something was a totally different thing from the customer service point of view. And it was a lot of times, you know, again, if I, I like the machine. And I like the guy that I was dealing with, but if I couldn't get good service or find some of their clients who would share experiences, then it was like, why bother? And that is the biggest challenge, Mark, I find when I talk to other POS sales or people who have other companies they're dealing with is you get a toll-free number and you can sit on it for about an hour. And so, and here's the other part. One of the things that I've also enjoyed about you is that you used to say, um, if you want to get rid of a salesperson, just buy something because they'll never come back. But that's not you, is it, Mark? That's not what drives you. No, I used to, when I was out making sales calls with my sales reps, because I used to be a regional sales manager for ADT or Rico and Canon, I would sit in front of the client and I'd say, sir, can I ask you a question? 
What's the best way to get rid of a salesperson? I said, I don't know, Mike, why? Just buy something from them because you'll never see them again. They take their check and they run. We're the complete opposite. We want your business for life. We want to earn the right to grow with you and we want to depend on you for referrals and testimonials. We're here all the time to make sure you're happy. And the guy looked at you and says, yeah, you're right. I don't even know who my last sales guy was. Which I don't understand because it takes so hard to get a client, but you could lose it and lose the client in the blink of an eye if you don't provide good after sales service. Exactly. And th that's another thing I find in POS. I was at a friend's store not too long ago. I need to give you that referral. Part. And they sent it in, in the mail to her. And so she opened it up and she said the tech person was good, but she wasn't that techie and could not get it to work and could not have somebody locally that would, you know, she said, even if I had to pick it up and take it someplace, I would have done that. But just, you know, like totally you know, if you got a customer waiting there and this system isn't working, you just lost business. And so again, uh, I like that also the fact that you said, really, you did it as a hobby for a dozen years. And uh, you must have enjoyed it enough because it sounds like that lasted longer than some of your other careers was there was something very satisfying about what you were doing for clients. You want to talk about that? Well, I like to help. I've always been a helper. I've always helped people. I used to be a teacher, you know, sales manager. Even as a little kid, I would just randomly go out and shovel people's driveways and cut their grass. They never even asked me. And they said, oh, Mark, you're such a nice person. Here's $10. Can you do it every week? I said, sure. So just by helping people at the age of six, seven, eight, nine, I created myself a little job. I just like helping people. And everybody needs to save money, especially during COVID, because a lot of businesses have shut down and they're hurting financially. And uh, you know, if I can go in there and save them 30, 40, even 50%, which translates into thousands of dollars a year, that makes a huge difference on their bottom line. Yeah. Well, and I don't know whether you've experienced this, but the one plus I'll say of COVID is I think it has taught many businesses who are willing to pivot that there is online business to be had. And I'm not sure uh, because you're talented in many areas, but having that conversation with a business owner of how can you take your business and pivot. I'll give you an example. One of our uh, BNI members was working with a spa prior to COVID. You know, she had a large staff and she was worried when everything shut down, plus major commercial office space and things like this. And um, the suggestion was, why not do some tutorials on um, your products? Because she sold product lines on how they could do self-care at home. And she started to do thousands of dollars in online sales from that. So when COVID, you know, when the world opened up a little bit, you know, now it's shutting down, opening up, whatever, um, that business has not gone away. And so having good quality POS system to expand to uh, e-commerce also likely takes a couple of turns, does it, Mark? Yeah, most of our clients now are actually e-commerce clients. You know, they, they just pay right online with using our platform, which is our way cheaper than using, you know, PayPal or Shopify or whoever they're using now. Excellent, excellent. Hi there, I'm Haley, just popping in to let you all know about BNI Speed Networking events, which are happening every Tuesday from four to 5.30. The link is in the description. Have a great week, everyone. So welcome back. We're talking to Mark Jaguer and his, um, 
uh, Atlantic Business Solutions, POS Systems, and he can save you money. So you have picked up and moved many, many times and you've door knocked, but do you have a tip on cold calling? Um, because I don't know about you, the phone was my friend for years. I wasn't brave enough to knock on a door, Mark, so I got to pat you on the back for that one. Um, but cold calling, I believe, is a lost art. And um, again, what are some tips that you could pass on to somebody for making some connections that way? Well, the tip that I would always tell my clients, when you have an appointment with the client, when you're done the appointment, make six calls beside him on the left six calls beside him on the right. Just say, look, I was just next door visiting with one of my clients. You may know him. So you use association to help, you know, break the ice and just be consistent. You don't have to cold call every single day, all day. But cold call Monday to Friday, whether it's 10 to 12 or two to four, be consistent. And just remember, you know, very seldom in my 35 years in sales have I ever sold, you know, right on the spot. There's been a couple of times, but it's like being on a treasure hunt. You have no idea where the gold is, but you know it's out there. You know there's some business going down as we speak. You just don't know where it is. So you want to call called consistency. Always leave a business card in a brochure or flyer and follow up. I used to send a nice little email. Thank you. I'm sorry I missed you. I was in the area. I was looking forward to meet you. Or if I met him, I would thank, thanks for your time. It was nice meeting. I look forward to seeing you again in the future. You know, feel free to contact me anytime. So always follow up with an email. And then, you know, I used to have a big map and I'd map out where I've been and I'd put it in my Salesforce or whatever the document I was using for CRM. And I would make sure I'd go back, you know, four or five months later. So I would, well, eventually everyone in my territory would know me and everyone would have a business card of me. And people used to make fun of me because I would just do proposals even though they didn't even ask for a proposal. I would just do a proposal. I, said, I would come back and say, Delene, I know you didn't ask for a proposal. I apologize if I'm going to save you money and you didn't ask permission for me to save you money, but I have a lot of experience in the industry. I know you have an old Canon PC25. I know exactly how much it costs to operate. I know you're very successful. So I did a spreadsheet and I just wanted to show you approximately how much money I could save you in the event that you're interested in saving money. And I would just leave it with them. And then I would do that at least three a day for people that didn't want a proposal and then three that actually asked for a proposal. So you'd be surprised how many extra sales I would get by submitting proposals to people that didn't even ask for one. People would laugh at me at the office, but they didn't laugh when I always got all the trophies because, you know, and I would do all my paperwork at night, you know, the proposals and whatnot. And then from, 8.30 till 5 o'clock, I'd be in front of clients every single day. Yeah. Except for the summer, I tend to disappear on the golf course. Yeah, but you but would, would meet people there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Work hard all morning so I could justify taking some afternoons off Yeah. rather than yeah. taking two weeks off. Yeah. Well, here's another thing that, that, you, that I'm hearing is you had a plan. You had a daily plan of action. You knew how many connections you had to do in order to fill the sales funnel to, to you know, create the structure. And that's one of the things that I find with many people is, you know, they get busy and then they stop the little things like the connections. I had a friend who built a million dollar business sitting at home in front of his computer, uh, making LinkedIn connections. He used to say, Delene, I do one a day. I just look at their profile, see if I have something, uh, you know, he was a big fly fisherman. If, um, 
if we have something in common? What, what, what is it that I can find that would be a human connection? And I start a conversation. And what he used to say was sooner or later, they revealed the pain points if you're willing to listen. And you see what you were willing to do, Mark, and that's why you've been so, so successful. And I know you'll be successful and we're glad you moved to Nova Scotia is number one, you're willing to take the time. Some people are so wanting to sell something that, that you know, again, it's like they make the sale, they run off. And like that man said, yeah, I can't remember who the last person was I bought this from is never realizing that that one sale can lead to the relationship that, you know, could be the golf course, the friend, the ongoing client. You have so many great tips here. And watch, I like to think I'm a good connector, but Mark, you are a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but a genius in human nature, right? In, In finding that people really want to be seen and heard and you're doing that in the nicest of ways. And so I'm the first one to say, even though um, I was born in Nova Scotia and I've lived here the bulk of my life other than a couple of times away, I believe I'm a Maritimer, but you know, we're a clicky little town. But in the end, if you are willing to invest the time and the relationships, sooner or later they pay off, sooner or later they turn into some kind of business. And to me, that, that, that's what makes this life more fun. My God, when I think of the connections, Mark, that you have, and let's say to any business out here, have Mark do a quote on your POS system, because he's also going to give you a million great tips like he just did to me right now on how to build your business more effectively and a whole lot more fun, right? I don't think golf, golfing fees are income tax deductible any longer, are they, Mark? No, they used to be, but not anymore. Uh, but a membership to the golf course is? Not, not to my knowledge, unless you had a business and you, and you had a corporate membership, maybe you can write it off, but you really okay. should consult with an accountant. Okay. I know you can write off meals if you're paying a client and have a meal. Yeah, well, but there's still some benefits there. So that, and same thing, Mark, you likely found some business on the golf course too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, first of all, you want clients that have the same common interests as you. So you have something to talk about. So why not, you know, go golfing with them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you do a lot more than golfing, cycling, kayaking, fitness, hiking, cribbage never never was a card player chess darts and travel so uh uh so again you can do more than pos just here in uh, atlantic canada so if uh, somebody listening here has not has not had somebody look at their pos system and see what they can save so i know that you're also very good at providing um on paper and showing them in black and white what they can save and the fact that the fees really don't change. I think that's where some of the other companies, you know, it's this is the starter rate. Oh, miraculously, it changes. Talk about that, Mark. Well, actually, they just passed a new law a few years ago because a lot of companies would lure people to signing up by offering lower rates. And the minute they signed up, they would jack up the rates. Now, by law, if the rates are increased at any time, the client has 90 days to cancel with no penalty. So I've been with this company for over a decade. I've never once seen the rates go up. I've only seen them go down. Wow. That's, that's amazing. the gospel truth. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a new law. I can't remember what it's called. It's, anyway, but if, if the clients get an increase in the rates, 
then they can cancel within 90 days with no penalty. And most people, when they get their, I just got one now, a referral by Bernice. When the client gets their statements, they don't understand. It's so confusing. They got, they got your rate here, then you got another discount rate, and another discount rate, and a surcharge. And it's so confusing. So I just put it in one little spreadsheet. I show them their actual rate, what the cost is, how much profit they're making. Then I put down what the actual cost is, and then I show them our little bit of profit. And then I'll show their monthly savings, which is usually in the hundreds, their annual savings, and so on. And wow, that is fantastic. And usually, I said, I tell the, tell the client point blank, I said, when you get your machine, you're probably going to laugh because nine times out of 10, it's the same make and model with only major exception. It's just programmed with lower rates. Money still goes in your bank account, nothing changes. The machines are usually exactly the same, just that you have lower fees. I wish somebody would save me money. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Okay, well, this is Delene Allen, Network Equals Network. Who can you meet today and make a connection and start a relationship? What tips of marks can you use? Those are dynamite. I'm about to implement some of those right away. Any last minute comments for people about networking? Yep, people are people. It doesn't matter where you live. I lived in Quebec City, Montreal, Vancouver, Victoria, Ottawa, Kingston, Picton. People are just people. Just be a nice person. Just try to be, you know, offer a good service and be pleasantly persistent to follow up regularly. And every time you meet the person, you're, you know, you're building a relationship and you're also gathering more information. So once you have all the information, like how much they're paying, what their, their pain is, then you could have, it's like being a lawyer, you have a case, you're building a case, now you can present your case. You know, Delene, I know what kind of product you have, I know what you're paying, I know you like local service, which you're not getting, you're dealing with the 1-800 number, you never can speak to a live human being. You can deal with me, I live and breathe Nova Scotia Air, and I, if you need to talk to me, I'll come in person, we can have a cup of coffee, and we can review whatever the problem may be, but you won't have it. Excellent. I love your story, Mark, and everyone listening to this. Thanks for listening to Network Equals Net Worth. And you've got a story to share, and I'd love to hear it. That lead to miraculous outcomes. Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story, too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram, and we'll keep the conversations going.